How is it going, everybody? This is Sean Barnes. I want to welcome you to episode 20 of The Way of the Wolf. This one is going to be a little bit of a difficult episode for me to record due to a chain of events that has occurred over the past few days that have proven to be quite challenging. And I have admittedly struggled to think through and process um, quite a few things over the past few days. The title of an article that I read a few months ago, Why Your Role as a Leader is Best Defined by Being Undefined. When I read this article a few months ago, it resonated with me because of the nature of how my career and roles have evolved over the years. I know I've shared my story about leading the IT organization or a number of IT organizations throughout my career and how a little over four, four and a half years ago, I stepped in and started leading an HR organization as well. So, I'm going to read the opening few paragraphs of this article. And for those of you that watch this on YouTube, I'll uh, put a link down in the description below. So if you want to read through the entire article, please feel free to do so. We all have roles inside of a company, but as a leader, what is far more important than any title is being whatever is needed that day. Sometimes this means your role is to be CEO, to be a coworker's friend, to be an expert, or to be the martyr and take the brunt of the blow, even if it wasn't yours to take. If you are a founder, you must be willing to step out of the role of positions. Sure, you may be an expert at marketing, but when you pigeonhole yourself into this role, you are actually doing yourself and your business a huge disservice. Begin to oversee the entire ecosystem of your business and show up where you need to in a way that doesn't actually attach you to any particular role. It's time to stop being the quarterback and start being the coach. Take it upon yourself to know each of the employees, each of the players, know who they are, where they are, then communicate in a way that inspires scale without having to be attached to the day-to-day roles. This is something that as I have transitioned into leading multiple functions, I, I have kind of learned on my own over the years. I am very much a doer at heart. So forcing myself to detach and develop leaders within each of the functions has has been a little bit challenging for me, but I, I do feel that when things get challenging and, and I step in and start being a doer when it's needed, that that does help garner trust and respect with the people on the team. A few days ago, a 
good friend of mine and peer in the organization that I work for who has been leading the safety and transportation teams for a number of years um, is, well, no longer with the organization. I was informed that I would be stepping in and leading safety and transportation along with IT and HR. Now, if I'm being honest, this is a role that I have wanted to fill or be in for quite a few years. This is absolutely not the way that I was hoping it would occur. However, here we are. So some of the challenges that I'm struggling with right now are the fact that this person is is a good friend of mine. We go mountain biking on weekends from time to time. And um, stepping in and leading his team is going to be very challenging for me for a a number of reasons. One being that this gentleman is extremely, extremely good at what he does. It's going to be some very large shoes that I'm going to have to fill. And when I think about his team and the relationships that he has built and has with all of his team, it's, uh, it's going to be challenging because I know a lot of people on the team are, are still here because of him and the fact that he, he's got their back. You know, whenever I was reading through this article a few moments ago and talked about sometimes your role is to uh, even be the martyr and take the brunt of the blow, I do that quite a bit. And IT and HR, and this person did the same thing in safety and transportation. So, for me, I figured it may be helpful to talk through some of my thoughts, kind of get it out there, and share what my plan is in the event that any of you listeners find yourself in a similar situation. I I hope that this approach and the things that I talk through today will be beneficial and helpful for you. So on Friday, a few days ago, once everything occurred, I, I took it upon myself to reach out to every single member of the team with the intent of letting them know what had happened and then letting them know what my plan is going forward. Now, when I say that, it actually kind of sounds a little bit funny because, quite frankly, I don't have a plan. But I was transparent and honest with them, letting them know that I don't know safety. I don't know transportation. I am an IT and HR guy. However, whenever I stepped in and started leading HR, I didn't know anything about HR either. And I think, gauging from the responses from the people on the team, that the complete 
transparency with them was well received. And I believe it's the starting of building trust, letting them know that I, I, I don't know exactly what's going to happen. But whenever I was talking with each of them, I did say, my intent here is to start having conversations with every single person on the team, learning who they are, what they do, how they support the business, figuring out what are some of the challenges that they're having. And so whenever I, I think through the kind of big ticket items for this process, I've kind of broken it down and I have some notes here for my thoughts, but breaking it down into the relationship piece, the learning piece, making a plan, and then executing the plan. And I just kind of talked through the relationship or at least the, the very early parts of establishing relationships and building trust. So I'm kind of switch over to uh, the learning phase. My intent here is to be sitting down, having face-to-face -face conversations at least as much as possible. Uh, if I can't have face-to-face, -face, have virtual calls where we can at least see each other on, on the screens. Not as great as in person, but it, but it will work. Um, but really understanding who they are, um, what they do for the team, what they do for the organization, what are some of the challenges that they have and you know, what, what are they dealing with? And then also like what opportunities do they see? A lot of these people are, are on the front line and, and they see a lot of things that quite frankly, I will never get to see. And so for me, as I have conversations with every single member of the team, not just my new direct reports, but everyone on the team, it will help me think through and have a more holistic understanding of what's going on, at least as much as I can in a, in a very short period of time. I've also asked all of the members of the team to kind of put together three or four bullets on where they see or where they feel the priorities should be. And then also what are some big challenges that they are struggling with. The intent there is for me to aggregate all of that information. I'll probably put it in some sort of a spreadsheet or something and, and see what percolates up to the top. And by that, I mean, there may be five or six people on the team that think, well, morale is a big issue, or we're, we're not doing enough reporting. Whatever those things are, I need to have visibility from everyone on the team to better understand, hey, how do we shape and frame and build a plan going forward? for the next few weeks, for the next few months and years. Once we gather all of that information, and after soliciting feedback from everyone on the team on where their thoughts on the priorities are, I'll end up taking that to the business leaders and seeing if there is alignment there. I'm sure they will have some other thoughts and ideas. 
once I have feedback from everyone on the team, all of the business leaders, at that point, we kind of start to transition into executing the plan. My hope is that with everyone on the team having their voice heard and knowing that they were able to contribute to what the plan is, what the mission is going forward. My hope is that that will help with buy-in. I do feel like that helped quite a bit whenever I took that approach with the HR team so many years ago. But ultimately, as you move forward, you you have to have buy-in from everyone on the team. You don't want to come in and just drop a hammer down and say, this is what we're going to do. And then you have to contend with people on the team like, wait, this guy doesn't know anything about safety or transportation, and here he's going to come in and tell us what to do. Quite frankly, I, they are the experts. I'm not. My role here is truly just to ensure their success and the success of the business. And the best way that I feel I can do that is by really kind of using this approach that I've just talked through. So... There are a few thoughts here and uh, notes that I, that I want to touch on. When you take an approach like this, inevitably, not everyone is going to agree. There's so many different ideas and perspectives and personalities. It, it, you're not going to get 100% agreeance on whatever the plan is or whatever approach you decide to take. But if you can get 80 to 90% of the way there... You can work through that other 10 to 20%. And just the fact that their voice was heard, and while if they had ideas, maybe it didn't fall at the very top of the priority list. Maybe it is down eight or nine on the list. But the fact that it's on the list, I think, and I'm confident that it will will help with, with buy-in. <clears throat> and I feel like this approach... Again, it worked well with the HR organization. I'm hoping that I'll see similar results with this new team. But what it does, actually, I had a gentleman named Jason Hitchcock on the show. I believe it was episode 11, if I remember correctly. He was uh, our vice president of organizational development and leadership development. And he, he has his own consulting firm now that focuses solely on that. But one of the things he always talks through is the importance of identity, purpose, inclusion, and reward. Having these conversations, letting all of the employees know that they are important, that they are heard, helps them feel that sense of inclusion. And as you go through and you learn who does what and what are the passions and desires and aspirations for these individuals, there may be tweaks or adjustments to roles on the team. And that helps with the identity piece, aligning people's desires and passions with the role that they fit into. And then when you look at gathering all of this, this feedback and then creating a new mission, creating a new plan, that gives them a purpose. The reward piece can be a little bit more tricky, though. I've spoken in previous episodes about the importance of 
understanding what what is important to everyone on the team. You may have some people that they just want cash. Pay me, pay me, pay me. Other people lean more into knowing that they're progressing in their career and having the opportunity to learn and grow. Some people may just want to be a leader. Some people may want to just sit at home and crank out code. So when you start thinking through the reward piece of it, it's not always just about the cash. And as you go through and start making tweaks and adjustments and building the team, and as you've learned the people on the team, you can figure out what reward means to them. It may be something as simple as giving somebody a Starbucks gift card so that they know how much you, you value them. Those are four big things that I think are very important to uh, ensuring success of a team and, and having buy-in. Again, this is, I, I'm still, I don't have quite the energy that I have had in previous episodes because I'm still trying to process through all of it. It is, this is a very heavy and, and trying to figure out, okay, what does this mean for me, for the team, for the business? So as the coming weeks and months unfold, I will share how things are progressing from time to time. I will share some wins. I will share some losses. Um, losing such a valuable member of the team and good friend and Pierre has, has been a very, very uh, difficult loss for sure. But my hope is that over the coming weeks and months, we can find that silver lining that I'm always talking about. And we can figure out how we can move forward with the team and the business together in a way that, that's meaningful and will drive purpose for, for the team. All right, so in closing, I got a little bit of house cleaning stuff that, that I did want to touch on. Like I mentioned earlier, this, this article that, that I, I read you early on in the episode, I will have a link to it on the YouTube channel on this episode. So if you want to read, it's actually not a very long article, um, but there are some good points, very thought-provoking comments uh, I, I don't necessarily agree 100% with everything in the article, but that is a good segue into the next talking point. I have started receiving feedback from a number of listeners. First and foremost, I can't thank you all enough for listening. My hope, again, is that the things that I share, the wins, the losses, the challenges, and just my experiences in general can actually help people out. So hopefully that will continue. And usually the feedback that I receive is uh, has been things around, well, audio quality or, oh, I really like this, but maybe not so much that. In recent weeks, I've started receiving feedback that, I actually value even more. And that feedback is 
people not always agreeing with the things that I say, with the topics that I discuss, or my view or perspective on the things that I discuss. I've had some people that have shared their thoughts on uh, ownership. I talked about extreme ownership in a recent episode. Um, I have ruffled feathers with people that have MBAs. Um, I've had people reach out to me about wearing ankle boots. And, you know, there's usually some kind of good banter back and forth. But for me, I, I always try to share how much I appreciate their perspective. Because I know that I'm not always right. I know that. There's a lot of stuff that I don't know that I need to learn. All I'm doing at this point is really sharing my thoughts and my experiences. And I think that having meaningful, thoughtful conversation and debate without getting upset and unfriending somebody or never talking to them just because they don't necessarily agree with you. I think we need more of that. I, I, I fear that as time has gone on in recent years, things have become more polarizing and there seems to be a little bit more of a divide and it seems that some people struggle to kind of find that middle ground. But the reality is we're all different people. We were raised differently. We have different thoughts and ideas. And one of the things that I do truly appreciate is having difficult conversations and being able to talk through your thoughts and ideas. And then when, when both parties are all set and done and the conversation's over, you go back to being friends. So I definitely appreciate the, the feedback and enjoy the conversations. And uh, I just wanted to share my thoughts on that. Overall, I really appreciate the support from all of you listeners. Um, I'm recording all of these shows, putting them on, on YouTube as well. So for those of you that prefer audio, uh, vid video over just audio only, please go check out the channel. Uh, subscribe. I'm still working on getting to 100 subscribers so that I can get my own URL. So if you could, please share and, and subscribe to the channel. That would really help me out. For those of you that want to contact me and, and share your feedback, please reach me at sean at thewaythewolf.com. I try to be as responsive as possible and, and cover content and questions that some of you may have, whether it's in person or over email or even on, on one of the episodes. That's all I've got. A uh, little bit of a difficult episode for me to record this week, but I wanted to get it off my chest and, and get it out there and share some of my experiences. And hopefully this will be able to help some of you. Um, I don't know if any of you are in a similar position or maybe you may be at some point in the future. You can just save this, this episode. And, and, um, and if not, feel free to reach out to me. I'm happy to just have a conversation to talk through it. I think that's all I've got for today. So y'all have a good one.